place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspot's Comics Town Dedicate one to the ladies Summertime said, babe, need something to keep you cool I'm now summertime zip, babe, need something to keep you cool Better look out now, though, Dave's got something for you Tell you what it is, I'm your ice cream man, stop me when I'm passing by Hello, hi everybody. You are listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 146, where I recommend and lightly review the best of the new, brand new, fresh comic books that just came out. These two last new comic book day Wednesdays, yes, February 21st and February 28th. It's a combo podcast, that's right, it's two for the price of none. <laughs> and this particular particular podcast, by the way, is dedicated to the mega-positive, always-inspiring Kevin Smith. He has this wonderful quote, More often than not, a hero's most epic battle is the one you never see. It's the battle that goes on within him or herself. Get better, Kevin. Uh, Thank you for being an inspiration. One of the reasons why I decided to do this very podcast. I hope you get better. Uh, Kevin Smith, uh, the nerd community needs you. We all need you. Get well. Get some rest. And uh, take care of yourself. I am your comic book loving host, Chris Latore. Thank you so much for joining us and tuning in here at the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I hope that uh, you and the people you love are all doing well. Please hit subscribe to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Check out our past podcasts on our feed. There's a ton of things. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, and YouTube, all in one convenient, easy-to-find place, at Sunspots Comics. That's right. I would personally appreciate if you'd follow along. So first off, some thank yous and some shout outs. Thank you to our brand new sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Yes, go to popuptea.com. If you love all kinds of nerdy shirts, you are gonna love the gigantical selection that is Pop Up Tea. Let me tell you, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, a ton. I've got some stuff in my cart right now, like the Black Panther, the Wakanda 310 shirt. Look at that one. But go to, also go to popuptea.com slash collection slash sunspotscomics to see some of the comic book pop-up t-shirts I personally recommend. I just, they made had me made a little list and I put them there so you can see the stuff that I recommend. Very comic book related stuff. But most importantly, use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS to get an extra 25% off of any shirt order. Even the clearance stuff, you still get 25%. So just go there, go to popuptea.com, use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS. So thank you to the folks at popuptea.com. Also, thank you to my friend Nick Papa George for making our Sunspots Comics theme song. It's phenomenal. He has a band called Solution. He's the lead singer. He's the main guitarist. Go to solutionmusic.net for some information about upcoming shows and some information about their music. It's reggae. It's rock. It's ska. It's this fused, feel-good kind of rock band called Solution. I love it. Check them out also on facebook.com slash solutionreggae. And thank you to my son, Justin Jables Latori for our spinoff podcast. That's right. It's on our feed. It's called Sunspots Scene. And it's my son, Jables, his two friends, Moises and Matt. They call themselves the Kung Pao 3 Delight. 
They talk about movies and TV shows of all genres, not just the comic books. They also play a little goofy game at the very, very end and always have a little hidden Easter egg. So wait until they're sweeping the theater, folks, if you know what I mean. Episode 13 of Sunspot Scene is available now. It's called Unscripted. It's me, myself, and my son, Justin Jables, where we cut loose, go a little off the cuff, and just talk about everything that pops into our heads. We do talk about movies, TV shows, but all kinds of random weird stuff, like even stuff we bought at Costco that day. So check out episode 13 of Sunspot Scene. You don't have to do anything. It's on the feed. It's already there. But it's also on all the other podcatchers at Sunspot Scene. And they have a little Instagram. Check them out at Sunspot Scene. And also another thank you, a little personal thank you, heartfelt thank you here to a podcast listener, The Cultured Caveman. I love that <laughs> name, by the way. For your super positive iTunes review, it really just made my day. It warmed my nerd heart. I got to read it. Here it is. It's really fast. He wrote, great energy plus great guy equals great podcast. Oh, the Sunspots Comics podcast is awesome. I really enjoy listening to Chris every week. He does a great job summarizing the comics without spoiling them. You can tell he is very passionate about these comic books and his enthusiasm is contagious. Yes, I want to spread into your brain like a nerdy algae. I have read a bunch of comic comics on his recommendations and have yet to be let down. Wow. Thanks, Chris. Keep up the good work. Man, um, Cultured Caveman, this may be one of the best iTunes reviews I have ever received. Thank you so much, uh, Cultured Caveman. Um, you get it, and you got it, and you understand what Sunspots Comics is all about. That means so much to me. I'm truly humbled by your unbelievably kind words, and it just fuels and just keeps beating my very nerd heart. So yes, I will do my best to keep up the good work. Um, please, um, Cultured Caveman, send me your address to chris at sunspotscomics.com so I can mail you a small little comic book related fun prize pack. I'm putting some stuff in here already. So uh, send me your information and thank you again, Cultured Caveman. Send me that address to chris at sunspotscomics.com so I can mail you a little something. And some shout outs. Today I visited, uh, or actually yesterday, Saturday, I visited four comic book shops for Aftershock Comics. And I wanted to say hello to the people that I met and give these comic book shops a shout out. So there's four of them. First one is hello to Ryan and Glennis at the Comic Book Hideout in Fullerton, California. Thanks again for the awesome Comic Book Hideout t-shirt. I will wear it proudly. Uh, second is hello to Mandy at Mega City One, formerly Melrose Music and Comics in downtown LA. What a great location. So many cool shops. And I went to this baked wing shop called Love Baked Wings. Wow. Really, really good. Uh, thank you for the great deal on the Death Note Omnibus, Mandy. Wow, you guys have great prices in your store. And thanks for also having a, a copy of the seriously hard-to-find last issue of Invincible, issue number 144. So thank you, Mandy, at Mega City One, formerly Melrose Music and Comics. Check them out if you're ever in downtown LA. And the third one, hello there to Leland at the House of Secrets in Burbank. Wow, they are all about independent comic books there. What a great comic book shop. I just love all the unique things you see in this shop that you don't see in other places. And they sell a bunch of Aftershock comics, by the way. So, Oh, and, and thanks for having the very rare Eagle Moss Batman animated series mini statues that I got. Uh, they're phenomenal. They come with a little comic book. So thank you, Leland, House of Secrets, Burbank. Cool area as well, right near the... Warner Brothers Studio. 
And the fourth and final hello is to Heather at Earth 2 Comics in Sherman Oaks. It's owned by Jeff Johns. She was super nice and very knowledgeable about all things Aftershock Comics. I was really impressed. And also thank you for the Earth 2 shirt. I will also wear that proudly. It's cool. It's got a kind of Superman-esque character on it. It says Earth 2 on it. But very cool. Hello and thank you, Heather. So thanks to all those shops that uh, gave me their time yesterday. I really appreciate it. It was fun visiting you guys on behalf of Aftershock Comics. You guys, listeners, if you're ever in the area of those particular stores, check them out. They're awesome. Please tell them that Chris from Aftershock Comics told you about them. We'd appreciate that. So now let's get into the Sunspots Comics podcast issue number 146 with some stuff. Floating around up inside my nerd brain. The first thing that's inside my nerd brain this week just lodged ever so deeply is some news in the world of comic books. Alright, so, this is big news right here. Diamond, they announced what's called Pullbox. This is big news and could seriously change the comic book industry in a lot of ways. So, America's biggest distributor, the only distributor, basically, called Diamond, announced that they're they're going to release an online pre-order system for comic book readers. It's called Pullbox. Starting sometime in spring, Diamond will release this officially. But they're ultimately helping, they're trying to help uh, streamline the ordering process of comic books. So us readers, we can just go online to this diamond designated website, pick the comic books that we want, and then we go to whatever store we designate to pick them up and pay for them. Uh, I tell you, it sounds positive in one major way that at least the comic book shops now that often tell us sorry we don't carry indie publishers or sorry we ran out of that maybe it'll minimize us having to hear that very thing because we go to the website plug in what we want and do it ourselves and so it it does bring up an interesting question like what if i pick 35 comic books on my pull box on diamonds pull box website i go to my local comic book shop that i designate to pick them up and pay for them and then i change my mind or i i decide i don't want 35 i'd like just 20. uh how does that work Or what if someone pulls 200 comics and they say, I want to pick them up in Fullerton or whatever. And they come in and they, or they don't even come in at all. Like, how does that work? Is the local comic book shop responsible for eating the cost? Do they have to pay to ship them all back? Um, But ultimately, I I view this like most things in life for me. I am hopefully optimistic. They haven't announced everything about it yet, but that's one little factor. But this means that I'll be able to get what I want. (laughs) And not have to scour the earth for some of these independent comics that are hard to find. That's what it means for me. Uh, the big two are going to be fine. Uh, you know, they overprint everything. It's easy to find or you can get it later or they reprint everything constantly. But if you're into, into, if you're into independent comic books, you already know that they have low printings. Low printings means, yes, we hear that. Sorry, we didn't get that. Sorry, we don't buy those small independent comic book publishing house comics. So... We can hopefully not have to hear that as much in the future going forward. So I'm optimistic that Pullbox will maybe help with that. How is the purchasing going to work? I don't want to see a tool that that this is the the germination, the, the, the actual sprouting of something that eventually leads to the closing of comic book shops. I don't want that. I just want to be able to get my Aftershock comics, my Image, my Boom, my Titan, my Archaea, etc., 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 a lot easier. So I don't have to worry about it. I hope it leads to that and it supports comic book stores and that they sell more because people are just responsible for ordering themselves and not at the whim of a comic book shop owner that thinks something will be good or not. So we'll see. That is big news, big news. That could be a serious game changer. Like I said, Diamond Comics creating 
the pull box. So more on that, I'm sure, to come in the very near future. They said spring, so I'll be talking about that much more in the future. The next thing that's bouncing around in my nerdy frontal lobe is three new TV shows on Netflix. Yes, two, three new nerdy TV shows. Uh, the first, Netflix actually just released it uh, March 2nd. It's Voltron Season 5. I, I love the animation. I love the action scenes. This is well-written. This is amazing voice talents. It's Voltron. I've been screaming it or speaking loudly upon it uh, since season one came out. I definitely recommend it. Whether you're into Voltron or not, it's just good anime-like stuff. I mean, yes, there's a slice. Wait for it. Kaboom explosion. <laughs> a lot of that anime stuff happening. But I love it. It's fun. It's five lines that turn into a giant robot. Come on. Go and look at it. It's polished. It's professional. It's just a ton of fun. Short and sweet. It's like 8 to 10 episodes. 19 to 20 minutes per episode. I love that. You can breeze through it quickly. Great Saturday morning cartoon, Voltron. Check it out on Netflix. Just came out. Binge the heck out of it. You will enjoy it. The second Netflix show that's coming out very, very soon, just right around the corner on March 8th, is Jessica Jones. Yes, Marvel's uh, the Marvel... Uh, TV show from Netflix, Jessica Jones, season two, it's coming out. I really enjoyed season one, The Purple Man, uh, the first couple episodes and the last couple episodes of season one. In the middle there, it got a little slow, so I'm hoping they pick up the pace. I'm hoping they bring more action. I'm hoping that uh, Jessica Jones isn't just so snarky and pssst and just, you know, rolling her eyes at everything. <laughs> he only takes so much of that, but I really did enjoy it. I'm really glad it's back. We haven't had a uh, since The Punisher a Netflix show to watch that's new, so I'm glad Jessica Jones is right around the corner, folks. March 8th. Go and get ready to watch it. Go watch Jessica Jones Season 1. It's good stuff. At least watch the first two and the last two, because they're really good with the Purple Man. And the third and final show that I'm super excited about to see on Netflix that's coming out very soon is Lost in Space. 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 It comes out on April 13th. Uh, check out the trailer. It looks fantastic. It looks like they spent a bunch of monies on this. It's super polished. It's a space TV show based on the old show from the 60s. And I don't know a lot about the cast, which is great. You don't have to go, oh, he's from that. Oh, she's from that. Oh, he's from this. But I'm sure there is some of that there. But uh, Lost in Space looks phenomenal. April 13th. It's going to be a space adventure, family adventure, like a Fantastic Four without powers that are traveling the galaxy, starting on April 13th. Lost in Space. I'm super excited about it. I will be watching that. For sure, nice that it comes out and you can see the whole season. April 13th, Lost in Space, Netflix. Super excited. So those are the three things coming out on Netflix very soon. Check them, check them out. And the next thing that's up inside my nerd brain is some comic book movie news. Just one quick mention this week, and it's that X-Force. Yes, folks, Marvel's X-Force. Can't believe this is the world we're living in. Looks like they're going to start filming this October. We've got both Ryan Reynolds and Josh Brolin, of course. Uh, Wade Wilson, Deadpool, Nathan Summers, Cable. They're, it's like they have very few <laughs> weeks of downtime uh, from their from Deadpool 2 to go right into the filming of X-Force. Uh, which Deadpool 2, by the way, comes out in May. I can't wait. But X-Force, the movie, who else is in it? They're, we haven't heard a lot quite yet, but... Man, it's like another version of hopefully kind of a, a team sort of Avengers-like movie, but X-Force is a whole other whole other monster, folks. But it's just so excited to hear that they're going to start filming this October. So that means maybe 2019, an X-Force movie possibly, but can't wait to see Ryan Reynolds and Josh Brolin as Deadpool and, and Cable very soon in an X-Force movie with a bunch of others. I'm sure it's going to be a, just a, a fantastic group of superheroes from the Marvel Universe. 
So that's great. Then that closes the comic book, movie, and TV news. And the very last thing that's up inside my nerd brain is that I am actually creating my own comic book called Zombie Destroyers. It is a passion project. It is something I've wanted to do since I was just a, just a tiny child. It's an absolute dream. I'm chasing the dream, chasing the dragon, doing what I can to make my own comic book. I'm doing the, the writing and the coloring and the lettering, and my friend Jordan Hudson is doing his gorgeous art. I wanted to give him a plug. Hey, Jordan, please check out his Instagram, at Skablad, S-K-A-B-L-A-D-D. I have to ask him what that means. Is it ska? And I, who knows? But uh, please check out Jordan at S-K-A-B-L-A-D-D on Instagram. Just a quick Zombie Destroyers, Zombie Destroyers update. We are getting very close to issue number one of Zombie Destroyers being finished. That's where we're at the last couple pages, tuning it up. I got to do some coloring and some lettering. But if you want to see what it looks like, just go over and see uh, see these six sample pages. You've got my cover. You've got the four uh, first pages and even this cool picture of Jordan's dad cosplaying at Rose City Comic Con as a character I created in my Zombie Destroyers comic named Bruce, a very important character in my comic book. It's so friggin' good, you gotta see it. I never thought, I thought it'd be 12 years or maybe never that I'd have a cosplayer dress up as a character I created. It's there. Just go to my website, sunspotscomics.com, click on Zombie Destroyers. Go look at the comic book I'm creating. I would greatly appreciate it. And just a quick mention about our spotlighting interview. I actually, uh, Friday, loaded up a fantastic interview with comic book artist and movie director Troy Nixie. It's in the feed. Check it out. I, I loaded it up on Friday. It's available now on everything. I it is. He's just this fantastic artist of mainly this comic book called Vinegar Teeth that I love. And Jenny Finn right now through Dark Horse. He's just he's just a, a just a positive natured person. He's just very inspiring to speak to. He directed a movie with Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro did the like screenplay, the writing on it, called "Don't Be Afraid of the Dark." I don't like a lot of horror movies, and I really enjoyed this. Uh, it's maybe opened my eyes to some other stuff that maybe I'll give a try to uh, in the realm of horror. But check it out. Don't be afraid of the dark and Troy Nixie's work. We got this fantastic interview. Just go look at the feed. Also follow him at Troy Nixie on everything. N i x e y. I'm very super proud and just humbled by this interview. It was just, it's an absolute highlight of my nerd career. Uh, thank you, Troy. But check out Spotlighting. That's a little segment we do where we interview people in the business or that are trying to get into the business. So if you work in comics, you're trying to break in or you're doing it right now, uh, you know, like me, I'm trying to get in there. It's tough. Uh, we would like to have a conversation right here in a future podcast. Just send me a message and maybe a review copy of your comic book work to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com. We'll work out something. Of course, just you can also message me on all the social media, at sunspotscomics. But we want to help support the struggling comic book creators out there like me. I'm trying to be one. And to just let our listeners know about the comic books you are working on. So hit me up. We will have a conversation. I've had some awesome conversations in the feed. Go look in the past podcast feed of some of the great comic book creators that have come on and allowed me to do a little short uh, interview chit chat with them. It's fantastic. So spotlighting. Check it out. It's in the feed. So now on to the main course, the centerpiece, if you will, of the Sunspots Comics podcast, which is my comic book reviews and recommendations where I pick my favorite new comic books for new comic book days, Wednesday, February 21st and Wednesday, February 28th. Yes, this is a twofer. That's right. <laughs> and of course, semi-spoilerish alert. 
really don't worry about it. I, I do really hard to just inspire you. Just get you pumped, get you fueled, get the juices flowing so you can go out there and buy these comics and I would just never completely spoil them. Come on, who would do that? I never discuss the last few pages. I only discover just, I only talk about some of the interesting points that makes up a comic book. But just in case, you've been super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish, alerted. Also, if you want to see everything that is all about Sunspot's comics encapsulated into one easy-to-find place, uh, like, for instance, all of my favorite picks of the week since I started this podcast, just go to my website, sunspotscomics.com. Click on the pull list. See that I just updated the amount of comics I'm reading. I'm up to 132 titles. Every time I read the list, I'm like, wow, that is a lot. Um, I just updated it this week. I'm super proud of the website. It's simple. It's quick. It's fast. It's not a ton of stuff you're going to have to spend a week looking at. It's just everything that is Sunspots Comics that's happening. I'm super proud of it. Please go check out Sunspots Comics. Bookmark it and check it out every so often. I would really appreciate it. So let's talk about the art winning team, the artists. Every week I like to talk about what I consider to be the best artist and cover artist of the week. And this week it was one and the same individual, one and the same person. The winner is Mikkel Janin. And he did Batman issue number 41 from DC. He wins it in both uh, categories. Best cover art, best artist this week. Please follow him at Mikkel Janin, M-I-K-E-L-J-A-N-I-N on everything. He is a phenomenal artist. Just Actually, it, it's crazy to say that it just seems like he's getting better and better and better in a very short period of time. I've liked Michael Janin from way back, but it just seems like he's found a new rhythm and a new style, and it's hyper clear, and I put him in the category of a Joelle Jones. Go look at her art. Holy crap. Stunning. But let's talk about the cover first. Man, wow. <laughs> uh, he did two covers. They're both phenomenal, stunning. The one I love most maybe is uh, it's got this rust-colored Batman symbol encased in fauna where our Cape Crusader is hanging upside down with, with poison ivy in, in the background kind of zoomed in. And almost like she looks like a kaiju character coming through this beautiful framework of, of fauna. It's just so symmetrically, beautifully structured. Uh, the emotion on Poison Ivy's face is chilling. Just this haunting look on her face. It's just like someone that's just ready to kill you with, uh, with flowers and stuff and green alive poison. <laughs> so, And there's just so many fine lines and just amazing detail on this cover. Go look at Batman 41. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And the interior art, I mean, Mikkel Janin is just off the charts here. He has this two-page splash showing how Poison Ivy takes over the world in one two-page splash. And it's just, just this gorgeous green tapestry that sweeps across this page. There's so many little intricate details. It's just lovely. It must have taken Mikhail Janin, Janine forever. There's just so many little details and, and just the attention to light. It's just gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. I love how they show one page that kind of shows how Poison Ivy took over the world rather quickly. But it's also really about all the hyper-accurate emotions on all the faces of all the characters. I mean, Poison Ivy, a few times, she's just staring directly at us, right into our very soul in a few panels. And it's both beautiful and haunting at the same time. <laughs> you got to look at it. Um, and I love the coloring goes from these dark, deep blues and purples to these bright greens. And it's just a lovely contrast. It's just wonderful purples and greens. Lovely, lovely stuff. So artist winner, cover artist winner, Batman 41, Mikkel Janin. Janine. I'm sorry if I get your name wrong. So check that out. That's the artist winner. And the breakdown. I actually read uh, 34 comics combined total for both new comic book day weeks. And eight of them made it to the great ones list. 
Uh, I actually just kind of combined two weeks. I didn't do a podcast last week, but these are some great comics I didn't want to pass up and not tell you about. So I combined the podcast two for one, like I said. And new number ones, there were six in the last two weeks altogether, and three of them made it to the top pick list, which is fantastic. So half of them made it in, and I'll be discussing the new number ones here in the countdown in just one second. So now let's get into my top comic book recommendations. This is the great ones list, folks. Get your pencils ready. Get your number two pencils and your Scantron. Get it ready to go. (laughs) And this is the great ones list of new comic book day uh, day comics that came out February 21st and February 28th. I do recommend that you buy these. Go to a local comic book shop and buy these comic books immediately. So there's eight of them. Here we go. Coming in at number eight is from Image Comics. It's Eternal Empire issue number seven this just has this lovely great training montage i love this trainer jolem he's this older man he's got this great beautiful bushy beard (laughs) um but this the evil empress army is at the gates here war is about to begin um and the love is growing between our two main characters here that they have this psychic connection between them and also this evil empress that is uh, at the gates here and i just love that our our characters here uh, have a training montage. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> but the love between Tear and Ryan, I think that's their names. Um, I'm so bad with names. That their connection is growing and that their their romantic interest is growing. Um, which, uh, in a way, can be bad. It can be distracting for them at the same time when they're about to have to fight this evil empress. So it adds just a little complexity to it that they are sort of having romantic feelings. And when they're close to each other, they have these sort of fire swords that, that uh, grow in power. And so... I'm a sucker for big training montages, and that definitely happens here. So it's a war of brewing. Check out Eternal Empire. Great stuff. This is from Sarah Vaughn and Jonathan Luna. Fantastic comics on number seven. Get them all. It is wonderful. Eternal Empire. Coming in at number seven is from Aftershock Comics. It is Rough Riders, issue number one. It is a new arc of Rough Riders. I've been loving this from the beginning. It's from Adam Glass and Patrick O'Leaf. And man, this is, uh, by the way, the first of the new number ones that I'm going to be discussing three of. Uh, This is the Gathering of the Guard. I love this. It is this Ocean's Eleven mixed with uh, uh, Teddy Roosevelt and characters within that sort of time frame like Houdini and Jack Johnson and uh, Annie Oakley. And it's just this great little twist on history. I love, I have so much fun when you take a, you take a mystery and mix it with some history. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Um... But it also is, kind of gives you this Indiana Jones feel because of this sort of archaeological kind of feel. There's always sort of an artifact, if you will, or something sprinkled in with some supernatural. So it definitely has this Ocean's Eleven, Indiana Jones, that is Rough Riders. But this is kind of about core it circulates around these that seances are on the rise. And Houdini, uh, his character is very much true to heart here in this comic. He is out to expose them as frauds. But he actually witnesses an actual ectoplasmic demon. This is like green fluid pouring out of this demon. Crossing into our plane of existence. And uh, and that paired with conspiracies are all abound. Um, oh, and plus, uh, minor teeny little spoiler. There is a new interesting historical figure that's introduced here. And uh, so, yeah, all of that is happening. It's a rip-roaring, fun adventure. Team ensemble, good time. Check out Rough Riders. There's two previous arcs, I'm pretty sure. But this one, you can start right here and jump right in. It uh, It is a fantastic, fun, uh, swashbuckling comic. Rough Riders. Go and get it from Aftershock Comics. So now here we go. We are 
into number six. So coming in at number six is Bloodborne, issue number one. And this is from Titan Comics. This is uh, written by Alice Cott and art by Piotr, Peter Kowalski. <laughs> and uh, this is the number two of the new number ones, by the way, two of the three number ones that I'm discussing. So jump on board here, folks. And I didn't even know this was a video game, honestly. <laughs> I read this on its own merit, and I really enjoyed it. It has great uh, designed characters and weaponry. I really enjoyed that. There's Our main character has this Bloodborne. He has this like bone saw axe and very kind of steampunky shotgun. I just love it. I love the very kick-ass, unique look of this kind of... I guess he's a kind of a monster hunter. He has amnesia. He's, he's trapped in this... I don't know, in this like kind of nightmare... He is, it's sort of reoccurring, a little bit of a Groundhog Day-ish kind of feel. He kills monsters on his quest to find this child that has uh, pale blood, like like whitish kind of blood. But this is like Van Helsing meets Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, I, I gotta check out the video game now, which I have known nothing about. I'm sure it is something similar to this, but what a very dark, very noir, very kind of twisted. It feels very like Castlevania to me. I hope the game is like that because I love Castlevania. But Bloodborne, fantastic new issue number one. Action-packed, very little dialogue, but jump in. It's got some great visuals. The art, like I said, very dark, very noir, very Castlevania. Check out Bloodborne number one from Titan. Fantastic. That's uh, the second of the new... Uh, three new number ones that I discuss. And here we go now. Number five, coming in number five, is from Image Comics. It's Maestros, issue number five. And man, Maestros uh, is from Steve Scross, by the way. He does the writing. He does the art. Beautiful colors by Dave Stewart. He is a master color colorist. But this is a very twisted, very adult humor focused, very gross, uh, <laughs> um, over the top, messed up. Just a few of the words, set in the worlds of sword and sandals and wizards. But uh, there is this very conniving, unpredictable master wizard here. That's who Maestros is. His father was murdered in this coup, of this 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 uh, backstabbing coup that happens. And it's, uh, it's, it's strange how he uses these odd curses, like, um, like he <laughs> can malfunction your manhood. That's the thing that Maestros is like. That's his sweet area, is messing around with people's manhood um but he uh in this he desperately uh, this is a messed up comic he just got to read it for the humor of it and uh the over-the-top uh, gore but this is where our maestro's character desperately seeks the aid of an enemy satan himself satan uh since he saved the daughter years ago he is now um looking for their help and because basically the ringleader of this coup and arch nemesis kidnapped his mother and his girlfriend in an effort to seize his throne. He hasn't had it but two minutes and they're already trying to overthrow him as well. Uh, but Maestros is hilarious. It's R-rated. It's raunchy, wizardy romp. It's fun. I love it. Check out Maestros. It is a good, uh, crazy, messed up time. <laughs> Maestros. I'm laughing thinking about it when I read it. Can't wait for issue number six to come out. And coming in number four is the third and last of the new number ones that just came out in the last two weeks. It is from Vertigo Comics, Deathbed, issue number one, written by Joshua Williamson. He's done Flash and a bunch of other things that I've loved and fantastic art from Riley Rosmo. Some fantastic coloring by Ivan Placencia as well. What a great dream team you have right here. Deathbed, issue number one. Get this, folks. It's the highest pick of my new number, the three new number ones that came out this week. 
Um, this is an odd, very rated R, kind of crazy tale of a ghost writer named Valentine and her very strange adventurer subject named Antonio Luna. And this is a very odd pairing. That's kind of the centerpiece of it. It's an odd pairing. Um, and the centerpiece of the story is Valentine is kind of a millennial type. She's a very quirky uh, writer. And Luda, Luna, Antonio Luma, claims to be this the greatest man to ever live. <laughs> He's just very boisterous, very over the top. He fakes being on his deathbed to draw out his enemies so that he can uh, tell Valentine the greatest story ever told, his life. <laughs> so um, the art is gorgeous. Riley Rosmo, over the top, fantastic, so stylized. And it has this young animal imprint sort of feel to it. That reminds me of like a... a cave uh, the Carson and the cybernetic eye it has that sort of very quirky very young animal feel to it this also very much pleasantly surprised me at the end um, <laughs> and uh, a couple of splash pages that are very gratuitous <laughs> but uh, it's so fun right up to the last page this is a great fantastic debut issue uh, get it deathbed issue number one from vertigo fantastic stuff man so good and that's the final of the new number ones by the way so now here we go into the top three. Yes, the big three. Here we go. Coming in at number three is from Valiant Comics, XO Man of War, issue number 12. Man, oh man, oh man. XO just keeps getting better and better and better. I tell you, this is writer Matt Kint, artist Ryan Bodenheim. Please keep doing art for XO Man of War, Ryan Bodenheim. Your art is fantastic. It's amazing. Runner up for art pen, uh, winner of the week, if it wasn't for Mikkel Jannon's Batman. But... Beautiful art. The bounty hunters that were on the tail of XO, they have the Shenhara armor. Uh, Eric of Dacia is just naked in the desert with nothing. Um, <laughs> and the bounty hunters are trying to decide what to do with his armor. His armor is very liquid, very sentient like uh, sort of alien being. That's very that kind of Valiant's Iron Man, if you will. But this is really more about Eric of Dacia. He's this Visigoth, this barbarian, about letting go of his stubbornness that he just doesn't need anyone and doesn't need the Exo Shanhara armor. He doesn't need anyone. And he's just sort of coming to terms with, yeah, he needs help. He needs to be able to deal with people. That's the way the world is. Uh, we're not alone on this planet. So he's got to learn to find a way to put that stubbornness down and work with a team. That's kind of the core part of this. That's why it's really good is because it kind of shows his vulnerable side, and that's not given us to us very often with Exo Man of War, him being this gladiator barbarian out of time. But this is also leading towards is the the coup that exposed that overthrew him is is finally exposed. But it's it feels like to me maybe that he's leading up to be this supreme leader, and that may not be good for this planet. <laughs> so I gotta see where this goes. Great writing from Matt Kent, Exo Man of War. Check it out from Valiant. It's my favorite title from theirs, and I kind of look at all of them uh, through Valiant. So check out Exo Man of War. Definitely great action sci-fi adventure, futuristic craziness with this great great Exo Man of War Shanhara alien liquid metal suit. Check it out, X Men. XO Man of War, issue number 12. And coming in at number two is from Image Comics. This is Image uh, Comics, man. They've been just out of the park, nailing stuff lately. This is issue number two of Ice Cream Man. Yes. And issue number one was a top pick when it came out. So issue number two is back on the top pick list, almost number one, right here at number two. So a solid top pick. And this story really emotionally moved me. This kind of This kind of messed me up a little. This is, a, in its core, a story about uh, 
a couple two junkies and how they sort of fell in love how they were clean at first and they went through loss and they went through drug problems and some really bad choices and uh it just sort of breaks your heart i i don't a lot of times gravitate to this sort of dark edged not so happy of an ending kind of story <laughs> i like things to give me hope and inspire me but this just sometimes you know we got to live in the dark and go there and, and see what it feels like that's what happened to me here um the ice cream man is this muse of death ultimately he's just looming upon the story this this couple goes down a seriously dark path with these kind of optimistic and hopeful beginnings and so you see that evolution of the story and it's just uh it's dark and then we get to this older couple, this side older couple that they're just kind of angry at each other and just angry for being old, <laughs> um, you know, which is very relatable. Come on now, who wants to get old? Um, but there's a moment when those two stories sort of intersect and it changes everything. Man, that's all I want to tell you because this was great little surprising end to this. But yeah, if you want to live in the dark, you want to you want to go down this path of from uh, from love to loss and what drugs can do to mess up your life and how this crazy mastery of muse uh, the ice cream man is in, intermingled into this and how two separate stories can kind of intersect i love that check out ice cream man man it's messed up it's kind of horrifying but uh it, it definitely it affected me emotionally and i definitely recommend it dark ice cream man issue number two the number two pick of the week solid solid stuff can't wait for number three to come out and the here we go now the best of the best the number one the one that beat them all coming in at number one batman issue number 41 yes this is our artist winner our cover artist winner from mikhail janin gorgeous gorgeous work I, I maybe his best work ever i know he's been just getting better and better and better and better cover art gorgeous this is core story is about poison ivy here and this is an amazing new arc i love that um poison ivy has used like this new green love potion number nine <laughs> to put a spell on everyone. Um, this opening sequence where Batman realizes that he's in this dream, but it's actually Ivy's poison kind of affecting his brain and he's able to be aware of it before it takes over. And, uh, fantastic action, um, tense scene here. And how he has to rush to the Batcave for the antidote. Uh, quickly and he's not telling anyone what's happening and he believes that alfred is uh poisoned doesn't even know for sure but just knocks alfred out cold i mean that's just messed up i mean he's an older guy you know they don't do well with concussions <laughs> but um the art is off the charts i keep i mean it's just one to continually look at mikhail janin wow and again that two-page splash i absolutely love it you've got to put your eyes on it of how again this green tapestry of how poison ivy has taken over the world and there are these close-ups of ivy looking at us with this demonic stare i love it it's chilling haunting but she is sort of building a uh fortress of greenitude uh in the middle of town she is ready to make her move and take over she wants to bring earth to an earlier time where humans just didn't continually destroy all of the fauna on the planet She's pissed. She's really pissed. <laughs> but um, I like that she's being reestablished here as a major, like, level one Omega-powered force of nature villain. I'm just on board. I'm a sucker for any Poison Ivy issues. So, yeah, what's going to happen here? This goes by so fast because it's so well done. There's a great sequence with the Flash. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's it's brief. It's quick. <laughs> it's fast. 
But, man, easily number one pick of the week. It's phenomenal. Go get Batman. It's been a solid pick. It's my best, my favorite of all the DC titles right now. And I kind of look at all of them, read most of them. Batman 41. And uh, it's just top-notch. Mikel Janin. Tom King is writing the crap out of this. And he does it in a way that's very subtle and moves in in pace so well. Um, Top-notch. Thank you, Tom King. Fantastic writing. So there you go. That uh, that'll do it. That is the Sunspots Comics podcast issue number one forty six. Let me lock the vault door. So those are my new comic book recommendation for the two weeks of New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, February twenty first, and February twenty eighth. Please go to a local comic book shop and buy these eight comic books immediately. They're really solid, really fantastic. I mean, I read thirty four comics, and these eight beat them all. Trust me. There's a a very painstaking process I go to select the best of the best so that you get to hear about them and you go buy them. Now, if you have any questions, comments, or you'd like a personal recommendation, comic book recommendation, please email me directly at chris at sunspotscomics.com. Maybe there's a comic book I should be reading. Maybe I'm missing something amazing. You tell me. Um, Send me that information. I'd love to give you a shout out and tell you what comic you recommended. Check out our blog at blog.sunspotscomics.com. Sign up for our newsletter at sunspotscomics.com slash contact. And tune in next week for Sunspots Comics Podcast issue number 147. I will be reading a list of 20 new comic books that are coming out on March 7th. Two brand new number ones are coming out as well. So I hope those are really good so I can tell you about them. And let me just give you a little sneak peek into some of the comic books that are coming out next week, March 7th, for Podcast 147. So here we go. In no particular order, coming out March 7th, Amazing Spider-Man 797, getting close to the 800th issue. That's going to be a doozy, I'm sure. Aftershock Comics, Animosity Evolution. I've been loving that. Uh, animals have uh, now, they are the um, catalyst behind the the apocalyptic nature of that is the world, and they've all become sentient and speak, and uh, they're smart. It's crazy. Check out an- Animosity from, from Aftershock Nuts. Batman 42. We just had 41. Yes, two weeks ago. And here it is, on time. Crazy. Uh, Bloodshot Salvation from Jeff Lemire through Valiant. I've been loving that. That's my other one behind Exo Man of War. That's my second favorite of the Valiant titles is Bloodshot Salvation. Check it out. Captain America 699 right on the verge of 700. Yeah, they've, they've been great. We're Captain America's frozen again. Again? Um, <laughs> so I can't wait to see that. Extremity issue number 12, the series finale. That This might be the comic I'm most excited to see. This is about the war. Um, Paznini and Roto, they're in war. Uh, it's an, it's a, it's gonna it says here it's gonna be an extra sized finale. So sad that it's ending at twelve, but man, this has been fantastic. Extremity, check it out. And I hate Fairyland number seventeen. Man, can't wait to have a chuckle uh, seeing Gert uh, pissed off about Fairyland and how she wants to destroy everything in it. It's a good time. It's weird. It's fun. Uh, just to name a few. Oh gosh, Koche the Deathless. I've been loving that in the Mignola verse. Uh, in Hellboy kind of land. So there you go. There's just a little sneak peek into some of the comics I'll be hopefully discussing in podcast number 147. That's a lot of top shelf new comic books that are coming out next week. So please subscribe, listen in, tell a nerdy loved one to check out Sunspots Comics. If you missed any of the links I've mentioned, I will put the links in the podcast show notes. And please help us here at the Sunspots Comic Podcast. Just go over to iTunes, give us some positive words. And five stars. I'll even read your review on a future podcast like I did earlier with the Cultured Caveman. Thank you again. And I'll even give you a shout out and personally thank you by mailing you a comic book related fun surprise delivered to your home. Yes, just for giving me a nice positive review. I'll send you some nerdy comic book stuff. 
And thank you so much for listening. I hope that I inspired you to buy some great new comic books and to go to local comic book shops and buy these comics. Uh, they bring joy to my life, and I hope they bring joy to yours. So until next week, spend some time with the ones you love and go read some comic books. And then, like I said, I love saying this, do it together. Read comics with the ones you love. Stay nerdy. Be like water, my friends. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. They say all my flavors are guaranteed to satisfy. Harmonicas and tambourines. Harmonicas and tambourines.